Morning, and you all very welcome back here to O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the second of the double header here in the two Clare Senior Hurling Championship. And on this occasion, is the Magpies of Clare Castle in their black and white jerseys taking on the green and gold of Broadford. Uh, they met in the first rounds last year where Broadford came out by a very, very close margin. I'm joined in commentary here today once again by co commentator Pat McNamara. We're also joined in commentary here as our analyst today is uh, Kevin O'Regan, a man formerly from Rouen, but no domicile in Tulla, manager of the winning under 15B championship team in Tulla this year. And Pat, we had a very entertaining game for the first one. We're expecting much more of the same here. Yeah, no reason why this game wouldn't be just as good, Leo. Um, two teams who, uh, I suppose, they're uh, hoping that say they're on the up. Clare Castle, I suppose, with a, with a, a really serious uh, history in Clare senior hurling over the years. Uh, it's certain bursts anyway. They've gone through a fellow spell maybe for a while by their standards. Broadford, um, you know, again, a team that won the Intermediate a few years ago. And... Uh, you know, doing well at senior, very unlucky not to get a couple of big results in the last couple of years, but play a good brand of hurling, so a lot to look forward to. And uh, the, the shower rain there may have made the pitch a bit slippery, so that might lead to a bit of uncertainty in terms of uh, lead sliding on the ground and that. But uh, again, to look forward to, and we're hoping if it's as good as the last one, Leo, we'll all be happy. Yeah, and as uh, we pass for our own V, and I'll just give you the line out of both teams. First of all, starting with Brawford in goals is Keane O'Brien, David Boland, Undonlan, and Damien Canary is the full back line, Keane Mulqueen. Cahill Chaplin and Parry Taylor to have backline. Darren Chaplin and Paddy Donlan in the middle of the field. Oshin Kavanagh, Damon O'Brien, Nilo Farrell to have forward line. With uh, Mark Maloney, Craig Chaplin and Steve Horn McMahon, the full forward line. And for Clare Castle, in goals is Keane Broderick, Aaron Hayes, Stephen O'Halloran and Gerald Ryan is the full backline. David Toohey, Owen Wallace and Colin Brigdale to have backline. Connor Helpin and Rory O'Connor in the middle of the field. Lee Brack. Keane Galvin and Nine Galvin the half forward line with Killian McDermott, Ocean Casey and Jimmy Doherty is the full forward line. Uh, before we start, Kevin, uh, your, your prediction on this one and what you're expecting? Well, it, it's the makings of a titanic uh, battle, I think, because huge amount of stake first round of championship, but really it could potentially be the making or breaking of either of these clubs' years, particularly with um, the result earlier on today with uh, Fiekland beating their rogue in, in the other uh, game in this particular group. Um, and with just the ball being thrown in here now, so looking and forward to it. And Brawford attacking the road, the goal at the road in, and Paddy Donlan, the Clare County penalist, a shot. Is that an early chance from Paddy Donlan? That's a great start for Brawford coming from the stick of their county men. A perfect Donlan, the man who was unlucky not to play a championship for Clare this year, but a great score from Patrick Donlan. Classic claim of the eight, whatever slight breeze in the first half. Good puck out from uh, Keane Broderick. Broderick hits it out, comes out to the midfielder. Out here, back to Owen Wallace. Here come Clare Castle on the attack, puts the ball up in towards the corner. Looking for Doherty. The ball goes over the head of Doherty and David Boland. James Doherty, a member of the Clare 20 panel this year. Here comes Doherty, puts the ball back out into play, looking for uh, Connor Helpin. The ball works out, but it's Donlan again. Uh, Patrick Donlan from Broadford coming across Rearing through the middle of the field. A strong man is Donlan taking the challenge. Oh, and a, a kind of a lazy pull there by Lee Breck and left a hurley in. And I would imagine on Patrick Donlan, I imagine uh, it would be a car to be in Joe Mullins, uh, the rator here. We're joined in, and we thank our sponsor here today as a man who was an analyst in the previous game, Danny Chaplin. So, Lynchap Electrical and Danny and John Lynch partnerships in that film here. And a free going to be taken by Nilo Farrell for Broadford, Righty Lorna Parker. <coughs> Great start for Bradford, Pat, uh, Pat Paddy Donlan. Paddy Donlan looks to be on, on song, and, uh, you know, a couple of great interventions at point already, and a great win of a ball there, and a win of a free. And the Nilo Farrell now again, a lovely striker of a, a dead ball, serious free taker, uh, usually, so let's not put takes on him. Right bang in the middle of the field, and uh, there's a slight delay while... Uh, 
Don't no, the, there, there is a, a bit of uh, officialdom to be done here yeah. on the sideline. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Walsh, Walsh not happy with where uh, the position of Minters and that on the field of play. Oh. So maybe <coughs> pushing him back and... You know, there was a few incidents in the first game, Kevin, he's probably just trying to clear up things. Yes, exactly. There's a, a couple of unsavoury incidents and we, we, we don't like to see that. So, yeah, they're trying to move abroad for the Mayor Ishka, I think, <coughs> away from the Clarecastle dugout, which is, which is fair enough. Um, so, yeah, the free, Nile Farrell, long-range free here uh, in the middle of the field. So, never, a, a tough one Kevin, to start. I never like to see a free taker though, having to hang on for a minute over a free, Leo. I think you'd agree with that because, you know, it's just waiting too long for it. Yeah, and here's Nigel Farrell going striking a left-handed, a man who won an All Ireland with Arskull Reach, and in fact, you put the Kaibash team goes out to the <laughs> left-hand side of Keen Bradley's goals and out wide. So the score remains is Bradford one point, courtesy of Paddy Donlan and Clark Castle yet to get off the mark in Keen Broderick. Another member of the Clare panel goes long with his puck out, looking down towards the. Kelly McDermott, the ball breaks out to Niall Galvin. Niall Galvin trying to get on it, but it comes out. Davy Bowler, Carl Chaplin comes out there. Galvin has the ball there. Who's coming out? Here come Rafa. It looks like it's Stefan. Stefan gives it out to Paddy Donlan again. Is Donlan going to shoot again? No, a measured pass in this time. Looking for, is it Dermot O'Brien? The ball goes in. Positions don't really mean much. It's the fullback Stephen Holland coming out for Clark Castle. What service he's given to Clark Castle. The ball breaks down to Niall O'Farrell. Comes back out to the Bradford midfielders. A Darren Chaplin and a shot from Darren. Goes out to the right hand side and got wide. And the score remains. Bradford one point. Clark Castle gets the score. Pat the game hasn't hit a pattern as of yet. No, and that shower before had made it a bit skiddy. And uh, so I'll interfere with you there a bit, Leo. You're doing very, very well through the prospects here in this lovely uh, press area. Insectable to identify everybody because there are, there are, there are uh, drops and streaks there. And it's difficult enough to see what's happening but uh, again the ball hasn't the gate the game is early at three days three minutes gone and uh, Numark or uh, Clerca, uh, Broadford I should say so finally Broadford having slightly the better of it against that breeze yeah and that ball came off the stick of Canary here comes Ocean Casey normally a good ball a dangerous ball goes in all the way in it's Cahill Chaplin Cahill Chaplin clears the ball out Cahill clears the ball out looking for Stefan McMahon but Stefan is beaten by Owen Wallace Wallace gives the ball back out comes back out to Keen Galvin Keen Galvin another member of the club panel and Galvin shoots and once again that shooting malaise Kevin that we had in the first game beginning to take shape again here in the second one yeah exactly you brought for two wides there and, and King Galvin would be very disappointed with that a man of his calibre you'd expect him to hit, a, hit, hit the ball over the bar um, Paddy Donlan knows a very bright start from him so and that's what Bradford would be looking for great pick out from Keane O'Brien into the breeze Keane was practicing with medicine balls before the game a new departure and the ball comes out to Rory O'Connell Rory O'Connell for Clare Castle being chased by Keane Mulqueen and a free being fouled by Keane Mulqueen and a chance for, for Clare Castle to, to equalise here. Is it Oisin Casey is coming across? Has been a prolific free taker for Clare Castle at underage and now transferring on to the, to, the, to the senior ranks and he's coming right out here, 40 metres of right in, right, very, very touch tight to, to, the, to the sideline here and we see Kenny Nevers, as he said, hitting down towards the, the goals at the Kilmory end here in the first half. We have four and a half minutes gone. It's Bradford one point. A Clare Castle yet to score. Is, Keen, is Casey going to change that? Indeed, no. He no. Dry, drills it across. In the first half, a lot of the players <coughs> were aiming for the, for the near post and were taken away. He aimed for the far post and it still didn't come in back. Yeah, he, he almost struck it too well, Leo, because he's a great striker of ball. He's Ocean Casey, a beautiful strike, but uh, he just struck it so well. Uh, you know, it wasn't uh, going soft enough for the wind. It, it, it was in 
corner kind of straight in towards the goal so right across the goal and wide and here's that shot puck out, out for Davy Boland Davy Boland after coming 70 yards but he's after being turned over by Rory O'Connell the ball comes in here to number 18 is Killian McDermott Killian McDermott but the ball is picked up and a crossfield ball uh, for Bradford comes out across who's it coming to Lee Breck Lee Breck Breck was a brilliant underage player puts the ball down towards McDermott at full form McDermott when the ball is beat he's beaten by Owen Donnellan Owen Donnellan brother a strong man is Donnellan gives the ball out to Keane Mulqueen here comes Mulqueen Mulqueen puts the ball back in in towards the other cornerback is Damien Canary Canary gets the ball out here to Patrick Donnellan Donnellan for Bradford tries to turn and gets away from the challenge of Rory O'Connell a strong man is Donnellan gets the ball in to Damon O'Brien Damon O'Brien for Bradford here nice little tidy ball in but the ball goes in then Stefan wasn't waiting for us Craig wasn't alive to the danger of that one the ball comes out to Wallace Tense in the back direct ball going down looking for Doherty Doherty and Boland the ball goes over the top Boland does well using experience Carl Chaplin is inside but he's robbed by Doherty this man a man who had a great game against Wycott in that relegation game last year is that the equaliser no unfortunately going out to the right hand side and oh. gone wide Clare Castle who were in the relegation battle and got over with a last ditch victory over Wycott great puck out from O'Brien O'Brien goes out to Ocean Kavanagh Kavanagh has been beaten in this occasion by David Toohey but Kavanagh is a wiry individual and he gets the ball out to O'Farrell a pull there by Colin Brickdale but O'Farrell turns off his left hand side delivers the ball in towards, in towards Craig Chaplin and that ball goes out to the left hand side and gone wide and Pat taking time taking time for both teams yeah, to find their feet the same malaise that both the Mills and Clonard <coughs> had in the first 10 minutes as well you an awful lot of shooting from a distance and, and maybe not so not so distant and a lot of unnecessary wides uh, I think the, the worst wide there was Keen Galvin's from about 50 yards out middle of the field on his own uh, with the breeze and uh, they'd be disappointed in that Clarecastle not having scored so uh, uh, still all to play for yeah, shot puck out came from King Broderick and uh, Paddy Donnellan was alive and intercepted intercepted the puck out but went off his hurley out over the sideline. Eric Flynn, the Clarecastle manager just down here in, in front of us, a line ball. Going to be taken by the wing back is Colin, Colin Brigdale. Clarecastle with a very, very young team. Goes in towards Galvin in the middle. Galvin slips, he's robbed by Stephon McMahon. But the ball comes out to Canary. Canary, a high challenge there for Canary and he's been pulled for over-carrying I thought maybe head claims for, for a free but Damien and the ball, Ocean Casey coming back out into his own half-back line to take this free on his own 65-metre line, 20 metres in from the sideline. Clark Castle claiming the eight, and whatever breeze is in it in the first half, and Kevin, it is a significant breeze at times. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it, it is, and it has had an impact, I think, in one or two shots that uh, went, went wide earlier as, as well. Um, even I was in Gortine earlier on to Tully match, and it had a, a real influence in that particular game. But, uh, I another guess, wide. Yeah, had another wide. Yeah, had an influence on Ocean Casey that time because it goes out to the left inside and gone wide and O'Brien Keane O'Brien the Bradford keeper in no particular hurry to, to poke out this one checking the bag for, 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 for a better ball I would imagine that Joe will be telling him to hurry on he's a good poke out this lad and indeed he doesn't disappoint straight down to the centre forward position to Steve R. McMahon the ball is broken down there by Wallace Wallace out to Lee Breck Lee Breck is <coughs> out in front of Mulqueen gets the ball back to Steve R. McMahon oh and a, a pull there is it by Steve R. McMahon I would imagine yeah. he'll incur the right to the referee Joe Mullins you know so, a lazy, lazy pull by Stefan had lost the ball in the initial stages and another chance for Ocean Casey just having his own 65 well, you'd imagine to be third time lucky he's put one wide at each side for the, on the last two frees Leo this is still long ago his own 65 uh, uh, Lee Breck has started very well for Clarecastle and uh, Stefan was a bit wild there with the, with the one hand swing on him I don't think there was any great malice in it but uh, still got his yellow card for it so here's Ocean Casey now uh, long, long way out but uh, more central maybe he can get this between the post system looking good and Keane O'Brien had the hurley up and straight over the back 
there will level pegging Il O'Garney Park here in Six Mile Bridge. It's brought for one point. Clare Castle one point. Eight minutes gone here. <coughs> Clare Castle first score. O'Brien goes short on this occasion. And who's all available? Donlan. Donlan showing a lot of energy for Bradford. Lovely low ball up in the corner looking for Farrell. Farrell tries to get the ball into Mark Maloney. Mark Maloney comes out. Mark who's due to be married next week. And so his brother Dermot is home. A man who's going to help the Bradford bench no doubt. Out comes out to the, the number six. He's out, out and a free in given again over given again to Claire Kesterman Rory O'Connor helping far over carrying and a chance uh, for Nilo Farrell to put Bradford back into lead Bradford who would won the under 21 B championship uh, last year so a lot of the players in this feature and uh, making the step up and here's O'Farrell and we said member of the Clare under 20 team that lost the Munster final to Cork there on that fateful night in the Gaelic Crowns he's 40 me- 35 to 40 metres out should be meat and drink to a man of the stick work of O'Farrell and he just sp- he just missed the post, two points to one in favour of Bradford and the breeze blown up again with Askeen Broderick coming to take this puck out now. Is he going to go along on this one? Looks he's going straight down the middle looking for Casey. <coughs> Casey and is it Cahill Chaplin and Casey wins the ball. He's fouled by Cahill Chaplin and a free in for Casey. Casey's a strong man, Kevin. He's a, he's a strong man, yeah. And as, as Pat mentioned earlier, beautiful hands and a lovely sick man. Um, so you'd be expecting him to score this from 45 metres out straight in front of the goal. It should be bread and butter to a man if his caliber. Interesting to see Colin Lynch there, the men who give great service to uh, to Gilmady and Clare down there wearing his Clare Castle uh, uh, tracksuit top there, of course, of course, to this Clare Castle team along with Eric Flynn, Jimmy Brown, the manager of the Bradford team. So great experience on both sidelines. Keen O'Brien is two pints all, two pints all, and the puck out from O'Brien goes long on this occasion. Looking for Kavanagh, the ball bypasses him and it comes to Diarmuid O'Brien. Diarmuid O'Brien gets the ball out to Steve R. McMahon. Steve R. McMahon is blocked down off the stick of Owen Wallace. Wallace is a tough defender, Kevin. Oh, he is, yeah. Um, of, of Cork stock, I think Middleton stock is where his father comes from originally, yeah. Um, an important player for Clare Castle as well, and he's um, looking to... Uh, Hold, hold the middle there playing the centre back position as the rain descends down is going to make things greasy here in O'Garney Park and you know a ball can go either any either way in the stip the ball comes in in towards Mark Maloney the ball goes in over the top and out comes the is O'Holloran O'Holloran at full back against the ball down looking for Keith looking for McDermott McDermott and Danlon and the ball McDermott goes off the stick and McDermott out over the line line ball for Bradford Paddy Owen Danlon the brother of Paddy sticking very very close to uh, to Killian McDermott and McDermott wouldn't be maybe known as a full forward the ball goes back to Keane O'Brien. O'Brien goes short out to Donlan. Donlan for Bradford trying to take on the challenge here of Rory O'Connell. Does that. Here comes o- o- Donlan. Goes into the middle. Gets blocked down but gets the ball to Keane Mulqueen. Mulqueen trying to go through a couple of clear cash challenges. Gets the ball out. Comes out. The ball comes out to the midfielder. The midfielder is Darren Chaplin but it's Claire Castle on the attack. The ball comes in, in across and it, it's a shot from Keane Galvin and Keane Galvin once again goes out to the right hand side and gone wide and that's two chances that kind of big from Keane Galvin. Kevin and he our pet and he won't be happy with those chances no I'd be disappointed with that Lee. you do, you do expect a bit better uh, I think is it uh, Conor Halpern has gone down there with an injury for Castle uh, Paddy Dolan again very very good there but uh, there's a bit of pressure put on him there and uh, he wasn't able to get rid of the ball but uh, Paddy Dolan has been in so, has had so many positions already 12 minutes gone in the first half two points all and uh, as the detention given to Castle man and uh, the rain and the sun both causing a bit of difficulty here Leo for viewing and I hope I wish you luck with, with trying to identify what's going on because it's quite difficult at the moment but uh, the main thing is we'll keep the people informed and, you know, of the scores and the developments in the game uh, even if we can't see every single detail yeah and Keane O'Brien are waiting for, for, for attention it looks like it is um, kind of helping us down yeah. and Joe Mullins taking the time to to, to, to people to tend to, to help and so 
We'll, we'll, we'll give you the time. Kevin, a tubber and, and Tulla a draw and intermediate uh, fair result? Uh, I, I think Tulla would be happy enough with coming out with a draw. Um, they were, I think, uh, five or six points down at half time after a difficult first half where Tubber uh, got two very good good goals. Um, yeah, so Tully be happy with uh, coming out with a draw. Yeah, good ball puck out, out, out to Don, Owen Donlan. Donlan, the fullback, gives it to Jim O'Brien. Jim O'Brien gives it in. Here's Canary. He does a chance for Rawford. He pushed the ball across to Craig Chaplin. A shot and he's got off. Good goalkeeper Great by Keen Broderick. That Great was save. a chance yeah. for Craig Chaplin but Broderick advanced. He's a brave goalkeeper, he, Kevin, he, as, he, as he proved last year we saw him in top-class form again. Why get in that relegation game? I don't know. He advanced very and, and, he, and he's Anticipation was badly needed. It, it, it was a great, great play by um, Broad for coming through the middle and sharp passes and, and find the man in the best position to take the chance for the shot. But uh, brilliant goalkeeping, very brave, and he, he was only concerned of keeping the ball out of the net, which is exactly what he did. Yeah, and the score remains two pints each, and Nilo Farrell has the chance from the resultant uh, as 65 to, to put Broadford back into the into the lead. Uh, as we said, Castle playing with the eight, with the, uh, whatever breeze is in it here in in the first half, and Broadrick keeps the net intact. At, at, this stage and here comes Nilo Fell with the Shaska Kuwik. Nilo Fell into the road end. Nilo Fell with a plum puts it over with a plum straight over the bar. Clare Castle two pints of Broadford in the green and gold at three pints. And here comes the puck out coming from Broderick. Broderick goes down here towards the sideline here where Keen Mulqueen goes back. Mulqueen puts up the hand, but the ball beats him. Goes off the stick of Mulqueen out over the line. A line ball for Clare Castle. And here comes Ocean Casey. And Casey comes across. Central to an awful lot of what Clare Castle do, Kevin. Uh, no, he is. And it's noticeable as well that Ocean is, is playing out in towards the half forward line, keeping two inside in the full forward line with um, Killy McDermott and James Doherty. So Clare Castle haven't really delivered quality ball into 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 either Killian or, or James Doherty. And if, if it did go in there, you'd expect them both quality hurlers to, to uh, do damage. Indeed, he's been given as a free and has been brought in very, very close. So there must be been Coupe Le Fouclera to, to, to Joe Mullins. And Joe won the top referees in the county, also doing well at, at, at Munster Games. So a chance for Oshin Casey. Whatever Nilo Fabel can do, can Casey match it at the other end? Indeed, Casey drills this one over the bar. We're back level pegging. Three pints for Bradford, three pints for Castle. Fair reflection, Pat. Yeah, the game really hasn't uh, come to back to life, really. Um, you know, it's kind of a stop-start. Plenty of frees and sidelines and not enough of a scoring from play yet either. So uh, you'll be hoping that he picks up. Now, the first game was maybe a bit of a slow burner as well and really got good as time went on. And we'll, we'll give these lads a bench to doubt. I'm sure they'll get cracking soon and give us a plenty of good, solid play. And the ball from Keen O'Brien, who got away with it. He was trying to go for the puck out. The ball is well. Comes back out here to Stefan. Stefan should put a score over the bar for Bradford here. Indeed, he does put over the bar. Four points to three for Bradford. But prior to that, Keen O'Brien was hitting a sharp puck out. And he hopped the ball into hurley. Could have been pulled. Got away with it. And Bradford get a score at, at the other end. So, look, you get away with it. But a good score from Stefan McMahon. His first real foray into the Clare Castle defence. And he puts it all over the bar. Bradford four, Clare Castle three. And the ball goes over the top. Here comes Galvin. Keen Galvin going through, getting away from, and a brilliant hook there for, for, for Bradford. Is great play there, is it by Davy? By a push in the back there, that's great play by um, the Bradford backs, and a chance for Cahal Chaplin. Was, in fact, was great there by Parik Taylor, and Taylor didn't give up. He kept on the hurley of Keen Galvin, worked the hook, and a chance now as Cahal Chaplin. Cahal Chaplin. What service these men has given to his club, Bradford, on and off Is he going to go direct with this one towards the corner? Indeed, he goes, hits it into the stiff breeze, looking for Stefan. Stefan goes up, puts the hurley up, and great control, brings the ball down ahead of, of, of Stephen O'Hollon. A shot 
in on top of Mark Munal, Craig Chaplin. Chap Craig has the ball in the hand. Great catch from Craig. Turns off his left hand side. That's a great score, score from the stick of Craig Chaplin. He may have missed a goal before that, but that was a great one. The high ball will come in. It's now five points for Bradford. Clare Castle three. Kevin Bradford will be happy with this result. No, it's very very happy. And and Clare Castle three scores have come from freeze as well. They've had no no score from play. Um, that was an excellent score from uh, Craig, Craig, Craig Chaplin over his shoulder. Um, and a great great catch as well to gain possession. And the puck out from Broderick goes down long, down on top of a great block, old-fashioned block from Owen Donlan. The Donlans are playing very well out to Nilo Farrell. Here comes Farrell. Farrell takes it on, gets the ball in, into Darren Chaplin, who gives the ball back to the on-running Paddy Donlan. Here comes Paddy, going to cut inside. A shot from Patrick. Is it going to keep inside the post? In fact, no. And maybe Darren on that occasion, maybe it would have been as well after maybe shoot himself. But Donlan was on the run. <coughs> However, his score remains. Broadford 5, Clarecastle 3, Broadford in the ascendancy at the moment. And Keane Broadford definitely the busier of the two goalkeepers. He's going to come with his puck out, surveying his options. Not much movement. So going to go down here towards the sideline. Looking looking for Lee Brack. Lee Brack and Keane Munqueen. That ball goes off the stick of Brack. Out of the indeed he did. We made yeah. the sideline out of the sideline. So, but Kevin Broffer will be happy. Their, their job will be to contain Clarkesler as much towards half time and then he's immediately at half after the second half. Absolutely, and you can see that there seems to be a lot more energy in, in the broad for camps. I think Clarkesler will be disappointed in how, the, in how they've started the game. A lot of 50, 50 balls have been won by one by Broadford. And the ball over the top, and here comes the shot. Damon O'Brien, Damon, a lovely, tidy, accurate scorer, and he doesn't disappoint on this occasion. Damon O'Brien. That ball came into the middle. It was lost by David Toohey. And O'Brien pushed the ball. Double scores, Pat. Bradford, six, Castle three. And a well-deserved lead for Bradford by three points there. Just the sharper team. They're the hungrier team, Leo. And, and I think Paddy Donnelly is the engine that's driving them there. And everything is good for that. Oh, almost caught inside by, by the... Castle, yeah, good ball down the top of James Doherty. A very, very good hurler is Doherty. His brother Harry was a member of the Clare Minor Panel of Wundial Ireland uh, in the Minor Hurland this year. Here, come on. Ball broken out to Killian McDermott. Wherever you see McDermott, you see Owen Donnellan won't be far behind. Push the ball out to Casey. Casey's going to shoot on sight. A shot for Mosin Casey. Unfortunately, out to the left hand side and gone wide. And Given that Malay is a freeze for a wide balls for Clare Castle, is it going to come back and bite him? Yeah, no, they'll be disappointed. And even earlier on, um, King Galvin won a fantastic ball there and got hooked. Um, I think it was David Bowen that came back and, and got the hook in. Yeah, Clare Castle are, will be disappointed with not taking some of the chances that they've had, uh, that they've created. But credit, credit to Broadford's work rate and, and make it difficult for them as well, in fairness. Good ball out there from O'Brien out to Stephen McMahon. This man has blistering pace and he's been pulled back and fouled by Stephen Holland on, on this occasion. And there is no doubt, uh, Pat, Stephen McMahon, if he gets up and gets up and running rightly, he's going to cause a lot of problems for that tactical defence. Yeah, and... Uh what do you call uh, Stephen O'Hall been dragged out there from the pull back position to, to foul there 60 metres out and uh, you know I suppose Bradford the, the half forwards who are great movers they're, they're full of movement you know Steve R. McMahon Mark Ballone Dean Brian all able to move around the place and Isla Farrell likewise and uh, I suppose that they'll thrive on trying to pull the Bradford uh, the around and create space but that was a, a well won free there and Isla Farrell that was a tricky enough free into the breeze uh, he's well within his capabilities let's see can he do it it's what 60, 65 metres 55, 55 to 60, 60 metres yeah, yeah. 20 metres in from the sideline Normally a very accurate free taker. That's a brilliant strike of families on Fallon this evening. Seven pints for Bradford, uh, three pints uh, for Clare Castle. And in, in this co- corresponding game last year, uh, 
Kevin Brawford, you know, missed a lot of chances and it came down to very, very tight in the end. But looks like that they've worked on their shooting this year. They absolutely have. And I see that Claire Castle brought Killy McDermott out into that far line to try to get him into the game because he, he can exert a significant influence if he, if, he does, if he does get on the ball. Yeah, that ball is won back to Cahill Chaplin. Cahill gone, gone, gone to ground. And here comes the chaplain walking the ball, gets out to Kenwell Queen, who won that with a great ball in the first great ball overhead. Ball comes out to Parik Taylor. Can Parik keep it in? Parik keeps it in. Marauding up the far side of the Tommy, in front of Tommy Morley, Marauding stand. Good delivered, low ball in. Looking forward to being a figure of Mark Maloney. Maloney keeps it in. Maloney is being challenged over there by Garold Ryan. Good to see Garold Ryan back, hurling at a very high level again. The ball over on the far side of the field. Ball out. Craig Chaplin trying to win it for Bradford. Wallace trying to win it, but there's a push in the back and a free in. And on Craig Chaplin. So a free in for Bradford and Bradford getting the breaks, Kevin. They absolutely are. And Niall Farrell, it's going to be a difficult one for him, but he's already scored three. He's missed one. You'd expect him that um, to continue his run of, of tapping the freeze over the bar. But um, yeah, no, Bradford just seems to be creating more chances. Like I said earlier, a lot more energy, working a lot harder. And Clarecastle are going to have to improve significantly before um, b- before half time to, to get back closer to Bradford. And our match sponsor, Denny Chaplin of Lynn Chap in, in conjunction with. John Lynch from six miles to get hold him in. Then he'd be very, very happy with this start that Bradford have made his preparations well, well. And Farrell makes no mistake. That's now for Bradford. It's eight points for Bradford. Clarecastle three points. And Lerman signs. Lerman bills ringing for Clarecastle already, Pat. Uh, they're not playing well, Leo, you have to say. You know, I know, I know they have great men in the sideline there. When you see Colin Lynch involved in the team, you're going to say they'd be full of go and guts and drive and that. But they're just playing a bit flat. Uh, their shooting has been very, very poor. And uh, Bradford have more hunger than Paddy Donlan, essential to that. In this, one, this play again is Teddy Donlan's uh, hallmark on it. Yeah, Donlan is definitely the central figure. He gave that ball to Canary or to David Bolin, and Bolin came out. And there's a, a, a guard, is there? No, there's a warning there for the Castle number 12, Niall Galvin. But Kevin, Bradford beginning to put their superiority uh, here on this game. They are, and it's reflective on the scoreboard now as well. And like, even Clare Castle, even some of the chances they've had, they've been kind of half chances really in a lot of ways like the last one Washington Casey's wide was out on the sideline um, but Paddy Donnell the energy is kind of infectious you can see like just Stefan McMahon um, even Mark Maloney when the ball went in they're just really energetic working really hard and hungry for the ball it's it, Clare Castle they just don't have that energy yeah, not, not at the moment anyway bereft of ideas at the moment and here's Niall O'Farrell this time we've been many times and we mentioned O'Farrell in this game here he's back in his own Shaska Cooey going taking a free towards the road goals here at the school end strikes it strikes it very very well is Devon over the bell and indeed not a bother the umpires just put up the flag straight over the black dot Crawford nine pines now Clare Castle three and Bradford funding back and the Clare Castle management having a bit of a discussion here in front of us. What are they going to choose to change up things? He's been told to go direct to the puck out anyway. Broderick goes, no, out, goes out here towards David Tuohy and David Tuohy is swarmed by Oshin Kavanagh. <laughs> Bradford, Bradford pinched up that. And I tell you one thing, not the, not the place to be hitting a sharp puck out down on top of the Bradford pinch and they're roaring at you. You know, all is fair. Not, not, nothing untoward. No doubt about that. And Kavanagh done well. Kevin, a kind of a Lark Harbert like isk player, and there's a, a Shamazel inside on the edge of the square. Oh. And I tell you one thing, he's going to be interesting because the referee has a decision to make here. There has been a there has been a, a strikeout by a player and the umpires coming together at the back of the goals, and we'll see what happens. Now it takes two to tango, but we'll wait and see. 
We'll wait and see as John Mullins, using all his experience of a referee to calm things down. He will have a chat, a chat with his umpires, but there's no doubt, Kevin, there's a decision to be made here. There is a decision to be made. I think it was Craig, Shack Craig Chaplin that ended up on the ground and there is a tussle, I think, by, with, with Stephen O'Halloran. Well, so we're, not we're not too sure who it is. Yeah, they're we, they're we, very far away, but uh, he was definitely Chaplin of the ground. Yeah. So we'll see what, what, occur, what comes uh, from the discussion uh, with Joe and his umpires. But there is a decision to be made. <coughs> we, will, we will see what happens. And maybe to be a court of we will we'll, we'll see. Well, time will tell. There's a, a conversation between Joe, Joe and the two umpires. So Joe looks that uh, made his the decision and, and Chris the Chris McGuire has gone in as well. And he, he, there is a potential flashpoint here. And Pat, you know, everything had been there had been a tremendous challenge from Kavanaugh here in, well, on, on, on David Toohey. And as it transpired, there was a more, more serious challenge going on up around the edge oh of the no, square. The, the shortest puck out was taken now towards the by um by Keen Broad to go towards the uh, Broadford dugout and as the tackle came in uh, the, the, the ball seemed to be won by Broadford in front of the dugout there we couldn't see perfectly from here but uh, the Broadford were very disappointed with the tackle situation and then we were all watching that bit of excitement there and the next time we looked up the field and inside in the square Craig Chaplin was down and nobody knows uh, apart uh, from the umpires what happened to his calling wing back call is it he's calling the two players in fact he's calling in Nilo Farrell so it looks like it's going to be two car Oh, it's going to be a car, two quarter breeze or all that. But this is you know, in his car to breeze at sea, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm, I, you know, unless did did Nile join the milli after? It could be, the he could be. He could have been tort man in. Maybe yeah. that's what was. It's, it's a red, red card oh. for Nile O'Farrell and red. a red card for Stephen O'Halloran. Direct reds. That's a loss to Bradford uh, in the field. Is, is it a mistake? I think it's mistaken identity. I, think I, it I, have no doubt, I have no doubt about that because the Bradford bench are apt. And in fairness to Nigel Farrell, now maybe maybe we're wrong now, but wrong in the men was. Um, it was the linesman. The linesman from the far side came in. There's no doubt. It was Chris Maguire came in from the far side. He yeah. had the ultimate final decision. But Farrell throws his head up. It looks like yeah. Look at he. He seems disappointed enough. Obviously after getting a red card. So. Yeah, I, I, I think in fairness to Maguire, you know, while you want his fair play, I think today, Kevin. Fair play, but w w what a loss Nile Farrell is going to be for Broadford. He's already five points from free scored and very influential in open but play as well. not just in this game, but the next game as well. And the next game, the one it, 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 the, yeah, exactly, that's the problem. Exactly. And the line ball, we go back for that line ball, and comes in to Keane Galvin, that ball from Darren Chaplin. He's met with Damon O'Brien, Damon O'Brien, now Broffer, Stephon McMahon. Stephon tries to get through for Broffert. He hand-passed the ball out, looks out for Damien Canary. Canary, great to see Canary back playing at this level. Canary, a shot. That's a tremendous score oh, for the stick of Damien Canary. And I tell you one thing, he has just really, really ignited the flame for, for Broffert. A scoreline in the senior championship, Clooney won 22, Bultones 2-11. Here, and it's at full time in that game. A puck out coming from Broderick, 10 points for Broffert, 3 for Clare Castle. And a, here comes Kim Broderick with that puck out, going long. Claire Castle seemed very bereft of ideas. Mulqueen, you could hear him calling for that one here in Broadford. It turns out to Casey. That ball in from Casey and Keane O'Brien police that one out to the no right hand side of the goals. And there's no, there no confidence at all in that strike. He just hit it without conviction. And Casey has wonderful wrists, but she just didn't feel he wanted to drive it with conviction. He kind of lobbed it a bit and he just tailed off. In fairness to Casey, he's one of the few Claire Castle. Trying, yeah. And the few Claire Castle has shown any ingenuity out there. And Keane O'Brien, I tell you, the Minnesota bar worked because he drove it down into the into the heart. A great ball caught by Diamond O'Brien. O'Brien is fouled and referee Joe Mullins very close to the spot Broadford coached by Damien Ryan a man who was involved with the Tipperary minor hurling team that won Dahl Ireland last year out the under 17 by defeat Noffley 
Very well drilled proper team, Kevin. Very, very, very well well drilled, yeah. And all playing for each other and, and very sure on the ball. Like That was a fantastic catch by Dieran O'Brien to, to win that free there. So... Um, you saw Shin Kevna, who's uh, has taken over the, the, the free taking duties, and I don't think till phase Kevna, brilliant, skillful holder, this for that may may have featured at underage level for the county uh, before now, but unfortunately, and this one straight over the bar, you know he didn't get the call. Eleven pints for Brawford, three pints for Clare Castle, and. 28 minutes gone here in this first half. I expect a couple of more minutes here as this game is sponsored by Lynch. Keen Broderick goes sharp with the puck out. And that puck out, a low ball. Poor puck out from Broderick. Out, out towards um, Colin Brigdale. Not the ball to be hitting it on a skiddy, wet surface. But look, the, it, it, he, he have, they have to try something because they're being very, very much second best here. And Paddy Donlan with his line ball, 45 metres out from the Clark Castle goal. Canary full of energy. All the energy coming from Donlan cuts a lovely ball in. And in Mark Maloney is inside. A chance for Maloney. A great block down by Stephen O'Halloran. Maloney was out. I was out, man. Three to one there. And that ball is cleared out by Connor Helpin. And a great catch out here by Lee Brack. Lee Brack and Owen Dunlan. Very close to the sideline. Brack coming out. Making making him. But the ball is won back. Out to Dunlan. And here comes Craig Chaplin. Chaplin drills this one. Lovely low ball. Out to Maloney. Maloney again. Maloney left the ball. Let's fly in front of his own dugout. Just safe a good hit of it. The cornerback comes out. He's Gerard Ryan. Gerard Ryan comes out. Oh, a heavy challenge there by uh, Craig Chaplin. And it uh, here right in front of the Brawford dugout. And the ball comes out to Rory O'Connell. O'Connell, the midfielder, puts the ball up into space. Should be Cahill Chaplin. You could really hear him calling for that one in, 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 in Bunike, where he's domiciled. The ball, Chaplin comes out, goes out over the line and cleared away by Canary, but the ball had gone over the line. Cahill had taken a step too many as he tried to get the clearance away from the tackle of Oshin Casey. Kevin, we're on coming close to half-time. What can Clare Castle do? They need a score or two before half-time to give them a bit of confidence and a bit of hope going into the second <coughs> they half. They absolutely do, and they probably need a bit of energy and a bit of ch- changes as well. I'm just looking down through the, through the bench that they have. Like Patrick Kelly, you'd imagine he'd, he'd have an influence in this game coming on, his physical presence. and Whelan, maybe? Oshin Whelan as well, a young up-and-coming uh, hurler who was a, a very good for the Clare Miners last year. As uh, Oshin Casey, it's a great ball into James Doherty. Great ball. Doherty has been stabbed in position, but here comes Doherty. And he gets away from Davy Ball, and here comes Doherty. A shot from Doherty. A class act is Doherty, class. and he shows his class, puts that ball over the bar. 11 points for Crawford. First, first play for Clare Castle. First first play play. After 30 minutes, of it, it's amazing. You could hardly believe it's a bit of a breeze. Now, the breeze isn't as strong as the previous game. The rain has kind of dampened it down. Having said that, the broad for shooting into the breeze has been excellent, getting, the, uh, getting those 11 points. Great puck out from O'Brien again, looking for Craig Chaplin. Craig, the ball is broken down, comes out where it is going to be picked up by Rory O'Connell. And Clare Castle trying to make a bit of a challenge. For that's a great chance no. a great chap from O'Connell doesn't allow for the breeze goes out to the left hand side of Keane O'Brien post and goal wide and O'Brien takes all the time of day like any goalkeeper and I tell you that must be a big bag he has down there because he's, he's finding it very hard to get the slither out of it here <laughs> and here comes O'Brien with his puck out uh, for, for Bradford the financial advisor clears the ball gets it down straight down the middle looking for Craig Craig Chaplin and Helpin goes up Craig blocks it down out to Down and there's a gap for Down. Down is going through a chance of a score for Down Chaplin does the right thing but the ball it's gone into the back oh. of the net off the hands of Kean Broderick slippy ball wet hands and the ball comes off the stick of Darren Chaplin into the goals off the stick off the hands of Kean Broderick Bradford one goal and 11 four points for Clare Castle Pat we were talking about Clare Castle getting a boost before half time is Bradford who've got a very very big tonic oh you just don't expect the likes of that from a player a goalkeeper off Kean Broderick's stand hold on here's a chance for James Darty oh what a response 
Robinson, you're at your most vulnerable. You've just got a goal. And he stand man to Hearty. A man I read very, very highly. You know, and I was wondering why Clark Castle were leaving him in on the edge of the square on that corner forward. Stay out of the position. <coughs> one goal in 11 to one goal in four. Kevin, we have seen it all. Very little going on and then bang, bang, <laughs> goal at both ends. Exactly, but Keane Broderick, like, like we mentioned earlier, the standard of goalkeeping that we've we've seen in, in, in matches that we've covered recently and then he'll be so disappointed to let that ball into his net. But great response by James Doherty. Oh, and a chance of foul there on Craig Chaplin, who's causing... Uh, Aaron Hayes there all in the problems and Joe may be a bit slow to a bit quick to pull the whistle because Darren Chaplin was gone he was smelling goals again and another chance for Kevin but in fairness to the goalkeeper Kevin anyone can anyone can have you know he has made so many good saves anyone can make a, have a, 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 one, one slip absolutely as you know only too well Leo oh no too many <laughs> slips Kevin <laughs> yeah exactly but he made a heroic save earlier on from um, Craig Chaplin so he'd be very disappointed letting that in a man of his standard yeah and Kevin has taken over the free take is it the wrong home player is on the move it's gone out to the right hand side and kind of Oshin is calling it but it's 111 to 14 is Joe Mullins and Joe Mullins calls half time here at the end of an interesting first half here Pat but Brawford did since he 111 to 14 in reality Leo it was a poor game enough up to the last five minutes there but the goals obviously no before the goals it had livened up um, after the red card Brawford got the next two points to their rose their intensity and then Clare Castle came back into it a bit better as well and there was some good action here in front of us in the last seven or eight minutes of the game uh, much, much, much improved in terms of energy and, and from both sides soft goal by Keane Broderick as I said you don't expect a player of that a goalkeeper of that standard to make that mistake because it wasn't as if it was from distance, it's only hit from about 40 yards out, and he just let it fall off his hand right in down, down behind him in the goal. He'd be disgusted with that one. But the immediate response by James Doherty, a super betting, you know, just knifed his way through the middle. And as everybody says, after getting the goal is the time when you maybe take your eye off the ball for half a second and you're just congratulating yourself and uh, brought for conceded. So 111 to 114, and uh, let's hope for more more action in the second half, like the last five minutes of the first. Yeah, and now we're joined by uh, our journalist, local journalist for the Clerico, and freelance journalist Derek Dorn. An unbiased Clark Kesselman. Derek, Clark Kesselman will be very disappointed with that first half performance. Absolutely, Leo. But look, it must be said that in general, it's the poorest game of the championship so far. Let's let's call a spade a spade. The opening 20 minutes was absolutely shocking. No scores from play. Um, it, 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 it picked up, and I know I'm not advocating it, but the row kind of ignited the game into a bit of life. Um, yeah, as Pat alluded to, an uncharacteristic error, but a huge goal by James Doherty. Tarcastle will be very disappointed with their overall performance. They seem toothless. Um, I think they'll be better running the ball in the second half, but they have a mountain to climb. I'm very disappointed so far. I just think that there's a lot more in them, and we have a lot of legs. I'm surprised that Pat Kelly wasn't starting. As soon as we knew we were going to be playing with that wind, Pat Kelly should have been on that field and let go direct into him. In the second half, we're going to run it. I think Oshin Whelan should be brought on. But uh, Broadford will be happy. I think Niall O'Farrell is a huge loss. And, you know, <coughs> if Clarecastle do stage a comeback, Freeze could be pivotal. And Niall O'Farrell is a huge loss. I didn't see what happened. Chris Maguire did. We obviously have to go with the linesman. But I hate to see anyone, never mind Stephen O'Halloran or Niall O'Farrell, anyone getting a red. Because it's a man's game. And look, tempers can flare up. And as Pat said, not only is it, uh, you know, missing out on the, the second half here or the rest of it, but also going to miss out probably on the next game as well, unless there's an appeal or whatever. Yeah, and both know, players are massive and, for and their clubs. To both teams. And if you lose today to be going into the next round without a Niall O'Farrell, without a Stephen O'Halloran, that's a big, big ask. So there'll be consequences for that. But look, you can only play the game that's in front of you. There's 30 minutes. It did liven up for the last five or six because the first 25 
was as forgettable as an episode of Carnation Street. It was just poor. I take it you're not a fan, you're not a fan of Curry anyway, uh, Derek. It was my, more like EastEnders, uh, the first <laughs> to, to Preston. But Derek, going back to the game here as, as self, you know, and you know that mistake from Broderick, unli- un- very, very, very unlike him. But in fairness, some they responded. But if they didn't get that goal before halftime, would you have said it was game over? I'd have been in the car going home, Leo. Uh, look, a huge goal, and it came within 10 seconds. And in fairness to James Doherty, two balls he's got. You know, he was hooked for one, but he, he batted it in Shane O'Donnell style. Calm, cool, collected. He's a fine young talent and a good player. And going back to Keane Broderick, the last <coughs> time you commented on Keane Broderick, he gave a performance that no one will ever forget yeah. in last year's... Relegation game. In yeah, and that was the best game of the championship by a, by a stretch. So, look, it can happen any goalkeeper. He made a heroic save earlier on from Craig Chaplin. He's a top, top young keeper. I think he's a future player number one. It can happen anyone, Leo. We won't hold it against him tonight. We will, anyway. we will not. We will not. And come no, back you, sp- you speak of James Doherty there, right? And if Castle are going to get more out of this game, they have to get more ball into Doherty. They do, and, but Castle have to run it. Castle have young lads, and when you have young lads, you run. You don't play the power game because you don't have the strength. But if you have pace, you must run and pop it off the players on the shoulder. And I think if Castle are going to find a way back, they've got to unleash pace and run at Broadford. Otherwise... We can go home. Well, speaking of Broford, uh, Derek, and it takes two teams. Broford playing very, very good hurling all over the field. Paddy Donlan very much instrumental at centre field, pulling a lot of strings. Stephon McMahon has come in. Obviously, Farrell is going to be a, a, a huge loss. But Broford have given a very, very good first half display here. They have. And again, you go back to Paddy Donlan. You can see it all weekend. In all the games you go to Leo, everyone, the inter-county players stand out a mile. Their preparation, their level of strength, fitness, power, pace, they have it all and they do stand head and shoulders above your senior club holder. The golf is, it's incredible between being playing club for your, playing senior championship for your club but playing for your county. It's like chalk and cheese. And not, not, not just here today but all over in every club game, the inter-county players stand out a mile and Paddy Donnan is doing so today for Bradford. Derek, before we let you go, we asked you pre-match, you said Claire Kessler are going to win. Are you holding that view as we go in at halftime? You, obviously, you're a loyal magpie. You're going to, are you going to stick into your guns? Yeah, we're going to sneak it by a pint. I tell you one thing, you're, you're, you're optimistic. I'll give you that one. There's no doubt about that. Look, as we take our leave, our leave here from O'Garney Park at halftime, thanks to Derek, thanks to Pat and Kevin for their contribution in the first half. We thank our match sponsor, Lynn Chap Electrical, John and, and, and Denny there for their contribution. We say hello to our listeners in Bavaria, Kansas, Bonds, Boston and Rhode Island. So at halftime here in O'Garney Park, as we said, we take our break. It's Bradford 1-11, Clark Castle 1-4. And you're welcome back here to O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the second half of this senior hurling championship game between Bradford and Clark Castle and his Bradford in the ascendancy. Aaron Lathome is Bradford one goal and eleven. Clark Castle one goal and four. Okay, we know his course is fourteen aside, following this Indian off with Stephen Holland and unfortunately and night for Bradford, Nilo Farrell. Either changes have coming on either side. Uh, nothing accruing as at the, at the start. It looks although it looks like he's a peg peg Kelly. No, there's no one in as yet. We're going with the same same four, same fourteen. That they start out of fifteen. Bar minus the two lads are gone. So, Galvin gone to wing forward. Kelly McDermott gone to gone to centre forward where he finished the second half. And Bradford now going playing down towards the goals at the Kilmory. And then the breeze has died down a bit, quite considerably here in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge. And we're going to wait as I'm not sure is it the Clare Castle medical woman is going to be take, is taking her time. She's a heavy load, of, heavy lot of bags there as she's coming across. So. 
We'll wait for her to come across in no particular hurry. And I suppose the longer she stays there, the longer Sir Class will stay in this game at the moment. And here, Joe Mullins going to take undergood for throwing the ball and he throws it in. And that ball is won. Here comes is it Rory O'Connell for Clare Castle. Clare Castle need a quick start in this second half. And that ball comes off the stick of Damien Canary or over the line for a line ball. Giant again, once again in commentary by Pat McNamara and Kevin O'Regan and Orshin Casey. In fairness to Casey, he has tried very, very hard uh, for Clare Castle in this game. Can that goal that Jimmy Deherty got there before half-time be the different? Great catch by Keane Mulqueen. Lovely measured ball out to Damon O'Brien. O'Brien drops the ball under the challenge. O'Connell gets the ball out to Stephon. Stephon gets drops the ball. Perhaps it's picked up by David Toohey. David Toohey for Clare Castle. Puts the ball up into the corner. Keane Mulqueen going across the ball for McQueen having quite a good game at, at wing-back. Surveys his options. Drives that ball down. Looking for Mark Maloney. Maloney puts up, Maloney puts up the hand. Maloney. And the ball comes into Craig Chaplin. Craig gets it. Loses it out. But it comes to Maloney. Maloney goes low to the ground. He has given great service to Bradford. Gives it out to Craig. A shot from Craig. Just turns off his left-hand side. That's a tremendous score oh, for the yeah. sake of Craig Chaplin. The Chaplins are doing well for Bradford today, Kevin. No, they've been, they've been excellent. That's uh, Craig's second score. Great score from out in the, out <coughs> in the left-hand side. And that's not the start Clare Castle wants. It's very surprising as well that Clare Castle haven't made changes at half-time because how, how poor they were in the first half. 1-12 to 1-4. Blood blocked down by Paddy Donlan. Donlan came up one-handed. Is it who's going to win this one? The ball breaks out. He comes out to the, the, Killian McDermott. McDermott goes back to Connor Helpin. Helpin push the ball. To, or is, is it Aaron, Aaron Hayes? Sorry. Push the ball down the corner. But it's Owen Donlan. The Donlans are playing very well for Brawford. From Owen out to Petty. Petty comes across in. And he, he escapes the challenge there of Niall Galvin. And push the ball into space. In towards Maloney. Maloney. But the ball is blocked down. Comes out to Owen. <coughs> combination Colin Brigdale Brigdale playing well gets the ball but he comes out towards Craig Chaplin Craig out around the middle of the field picks up that one goes to ground and there's a high challenge there by, is it by Lee Brack on this occasion Brawford positions them to meet much. they're moving around their players quite well yeah we did say and of course there's a bit of extra space though in the Brawford in, in the Slackastle defence with uh, both Stephen O'Halloran and uh, I know Niall Fell is a big loss in there but you know that does create space and uh, Brawford are looking like a team that can use it. Paddy Donnelly hit a lovely diagonal ball there. It could have been easily for him to just aim it towards the goals and have it lobbing in the square and maybe a defender's ball. But he threw it across the field and Craig Chaplin ended up winning a good free for Brawford. Chaplin's as they're playing well. But they're all playing well. There's no weak link at the Brawford side so far. And that free from Oshin Kavanagh and Oshin splits the posts. One goal and 13 to one goal and four. I see Fergie Tuohy coming down down to the sideline here to have a word. They could do with a player of Fergie Tuohy's experience and uh, pies to go in and make a change and uh, make a difference now. That puck out comes from Broderick. Out to Casey. Casey goes one hand, but the ball comes out to Kavanagh. Kavanagh going running at the bra for at the Clare Castle defence. And he goes he goes to ground, gets the ball in. In for Stefan, Stefan McMahon. And David Toohey, if Stefan gets this one up, he has a chance of a, of a score and a shot from McMahon. But it goes out to the left-hand side, of gone wide. And as you said, Pat, space of plenty in front of the Clare Castle defence now. As the quick puck out comes out from Broderick, out to Aaron Hayes. Aaron Hayes for Clare Castle. Hayes delivers a ball, looking for... Well, he's going to be cut out by J.B. Boland. J.B. Boland is the ball head over the head of James Doherty. On Donlan. Donlan, a short play from Donlan. Gives the ball out. Back out to J.B. Boland. <coughs> Boland made a measured ball down from Maloney. Maloney is running. He socks off for Braffer. Gets the ball into Diarmuid O'Brien. Diarmuid came out of a very tight spot on that occasion. Hand passed the ball into the middle. Inters Canary. Canary was kind of sold. A dummy there. A dead ball. Killian McDermott. Clark Castle need a score. It comes out to Casey. Can Casey reply for Clark Castle? A shot from Moshe and Casey 
But it definitely is a shooting, and Pat, there seems to be just shooting on sight. They do, it, it, to my mind, they don't really have confidence in their shooting, and I'm sure every night of training, there's probably five or ten minutes given to it, you know, from, from various angles and fellas running and hitting on the run, but they, they just hit, I mean, Ocean Casey is a super striker, and he's had a good few eyes at this stage, we've been playing from one or two from freeze, and... Say it, on the other hand. Say it over the bell. That, that, puck out from that puck out from O'Brien was blocked down by Owen Wallace into the hands of O'Brien. Fleet of foot, O'Brien. Fleet of hand over the bell. One goal in 14 to one goal in four. Kevin Bradford very much on fire. I know they absolutely are, but you'd say you'd have to question some of the Clare Castle decision making as well. You can see Bradford every time they're heads up. Here's another example: running off the shoulder, looking up and delivering a good ball into the full forward line. Great ball in from Canary into Maloney. Maloney, Maloney, a shot into Mark Maloney. Mark, Mark puts the ball in. Oh, Bradford catches this one on this occasion. Does a sub getting ready. Looks like Patrick Kelly is coming on for Clare Castle. That ball down on top of where who's there? Only Paddy Donlan. Paddy Donlan, Hurlius and. He fouls uh, Conor Helpen on that occasion, and here comes Patrick Kelly. And I tell you, if Clare Castle ever needed a, a big display from Patrick Kelly, uh, Kevin is now he'll bring experience and a bit of organisation to that Clare Castle team. And you'd say he, an abrasive hurler as well, very physical and very aggressive, and that's a lot of what Clare Castle have been lacking up to now. Um, very, very good man. I expect he'll probably come on into the half forward line. Very good man to to gather possession. A good man to lay the ball off as well. So it's surprising that they hadn't changed maybe before now. As watching Casey, yeah, Casey, lovely striker ball. Narrow, narrows, the, narrows the deficit and his Niall Galvin is the man that's coming off one goal and 14 to one goal and five and Kelly you imagine he might go into a central position they have to get more out of, out of him and in fairness to Niall Galvin a young player there will be big loyal Igan Imrosha and the Pokemon Nicky O'Brien O'Brien goes long looking uh, for Stefan and the ball goes Hayes goes up and the ball breaks down McDermott but it's Stefan Stefan lively for Bradford their captain is he going shooting on sight a shot but that, there's a tail on that one to the left hand side and no Kevin Bradford maybe you know guilty of some wayward shooting yeah no that shot was, that score was never on Peter Casey probably scored a similar one above in Crow Park last week but um, Stefan isn't Peter Casey and that was a poor white great puck out out to Keen Galvin Galvin gets out ahead of Mulqueen uh, Joe Mullins the adventure's been played here by Keen Galvin and he the ball drops the ball but you know great catch from Galvin and Pat, he seems very much isolated out there, maybe at wing forward. You know, you need probably yeah. as Nashi Jordan to get all warrior from White get a man was brilliant for Clare. I always said you have to have your best hurlers always well around where the ball is going to be at all times. Yeah, you'd like to see him central. I mean, he's, he's a fellow that has been, you know, touted as having massive potential for a long, long time. Injuries, I know, have curtailed his career big time. Fabulous, fabulous player. Tall lad, got a bit stronger than he was too. Good on, good on the ball as well. But uh, I suppose he, he, he just needs, uh, I think he needs loads of championship games for his club to get back in into the, the full swing of it again but uh, certainly I'd be having him more central and more involved as you say but that free from Ocean Casey goes out to the right hand side of Keen O'Brien's post and got wide bed mistake and he's like Murphy's done when it all when it starts to go wrong it all goes wrong O'Brien with a lovely measure puck out towards Ocean Kavanagh Kavanagh comes off his hand and out over the line and the game kind of beginning to standles beginning to drop off a small bit now here and uh, mistakes be, uh, accruing line ball going to be taken this is by Rory O'Connell on the far side Clare Castle needs scores and the need scores fast nine point deficit in the corner and here comes Rory O'Connell a run off there by uh, Connor helping and dedication good ball up Casey puts up the hand but he's blocked down out towards Canary Kelly with a great flick away gets the ball into the danger man it's Doherty Doherty goes to ground but he's caught Brilliant. Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe, maybe out of the cornerback looks guilty. He's walking, walking away. Doherty was fouled, I think, just yeah. about there. Yeah. 
He is the shining light for Clark Castle, uh, Kevin, uh, James Doherty. No, he has, but he's only got on the ball. I'd say that was probably his third time gaining possession. He's a goal and a point scored, and he's, he's after winning that free there as well. Um, but probably soft free, it's difficult for me to see what, what exactly it was. But do you expect Ocean Casey to score this one, despite the poor miss there a minute ago from Yeah, it's 114 to 5. Expect that to be 114 to 16. And Clark Castle, all they can do is start chipping away at the scoreboard or bring it down bit by bit and see with the break coming. Casey obliges with that free from 25. Meters one goal and fourteen to one goal and sink. Once again, we thank our match sponsor here today. Today is Denny Chaplin John Ship, Lynn Chapelitical, O'Brien with the puck out, looking O'Brien for O'Brien, looking for the cousin, and the ball comes to Damon O'Brien. Lovely stylish hurler this fella, but he's robbed on this occasion. But the ball comes out to Aaron Hayes. Hayes has been working around working around quite efficiently. And the ball a kind of a lazy challenge by Darren Darren Chaplin. I'm not too sure. I look at he touched off. He's going to be booked. I didn't think there was anti-malicious in that pet. You know, he pulled back. He didn't even follow through with the hurley, to be fair. Well, foul or no foul, if he's going to give the free, the adventure was the, was the obvious thing to do there because Clarecastle were on to have a run and there was leads off the shoulder. There was two or three lads making breaks and uh, in the middle of the field, which might have led to something. And, uh, OK, they'll take the free, but uh, they would have been happier, I think, to get the... Uh, to get the advantage there, I would imagine. Yeah, and a free, and as, as they speak about that free, O'Sheen Whelan has, is being called in, the man who was uh, on the Clare Minor uh, Hurling seven, under 17 team last year, and he's gone loose on this occasion. O'Sheen Casey doesn't see him, but he's been picked up by Owen Donnan. It looks like, is it coming Lee, off? Is Lee it Lee, Brack, Lee Brack is coming off? Casey, right Casey on, yeah. should, should drill this one. Is there a tail in it? Again, it's tried to keep him play by Keen Galvin, but the ball had defeated him out over the sideline, out over the inline and gone wide. And a quick puck out. And is there a sub coming on for Brawford? Indeed. They were they were gone with the quick puck out. And it looks like for Brawford coming on, he's a Sean Phelan. And Sean yeah. Phelan, there's a double substitution. And Sean Phelan and Keen Crimmins both who have recovered from injuries to make their way back for the first round of the championship. And Canary, a man who has played played well. quite, he's played quite well. And Craig Chaplin, a man who's played very, very well coming off the, the Brawford team. Surprising to see um, both going off, especially Chaplin maybe, Kevin. Yeah, and even even Damien Canary as well got a very good point in the first half. But it just shows they have options on the bench and they may as well use them. Exactly, and the boys aren't going to weaken up there. The ball comes out to Damien O'Brien. The ball comes out to Stephon McMahon trying to, Stephon, trying to get away from Aaron Hayes. Not an easy thing to do. Stephon has it picked up. Something He's getting up. inside Gerard Ryan. Hayes keeps the ball, keeps him play. Killy McDermott back in a position... <laughs> A bit farmed him back in his own full back line. And now it comes out to Hayes. Hayes for Clare Castle. He's robbed in the ball. There's a and the ball comes out as did Owen Wallace Wallace clears the ball for Clare Castle but out over the sideline Brawford intensity in their tackling pet uh, they have a very high work rate this evening uh, look at that feeling great at 114 to 16 ahead uh, they're just feeling good they're hurling well all over the field uh, they've got some fabulous scores they're, they're, they're hungrier they're getting to the breaking ball more they're using the ball very well and these Lesnar are just feeling really really confident in everything they do and they're, they're playing like a team that, that certainly wants to win this game and look more than likely they're going to win it 10 minutes in the second half never right off Clare Castle of course we know that but they will need a green flag or two and that line ball is gone out from uh, Darren Chaplin out to the left hand side and and the score remains as, as we are during this broadcast we must say hello uh, to the Brawford selector and, and their club <coughs> Rooney uh, Kevin Ryan Kevin who is battling illness at the moment we hope you're enjoying our broadcast here from O'Garney Park and that Kevin sooner rather than later you'll be back uh, on the sideline and a great catch there by Oshin by, by, by Patrick Kelly but uh, Kevin hopefully you'll be back sooner rather than later to 
Not only come out on the, on the sideline and head proper, but to deliver the messages and the parcels around, but I can ease clear again. And as we said, we wish you the very, very best in your recovery. Also, congratulations to the under 16 Clare Camogie team. They won the under 16A Shield today in a brilliant battle down there in Nolan Park. They got the victory over Antrim by Cody and Amon. And sure, Pat, one point is all it takes. Point is as good as 20, Leo. Uh, the main thing is to get your hands on that trophy, and every trophy you win just brings bring confidence, and especially to young players. So. One for co-guarders to those girls and may they have great futures for, for their clubs and for Clare indeed as well. And here's a member of the future for Clare Castle, but in fairness, that's a terrible strike from the stick of a very, very lazy strike from a normally a very, very good striker of a dead ball. Goes out to the left-hand side and gone wide and 12 minutes gone here in the second half of this Senior Championship Round 2 game. Keane O'Brien with the puck out for Bradford. Goes long, putting the ball down into space. There's a chance Damon O'Brien breaks the ball down, but he's picked up by Wallace. In fairness to Wallace, he's, he's doing his very very best for Clark Castle at the heart of the fence and gets that ball out out to Pat Kelly I thought Pat was going to wind up <laughs> but it came to Pauling Taylor Pauling Taylor loses it going back towards his own goals can Clark Castle overturn Keane Galvin trying to get it Rory O'Connor trying to get it in the ball because there's a, a challenge down there Tom Park like thing and but players beginning to, to meet, meet one another again. <coughs> uh, Pat, your thoughts as we hit towards half point, midpoint of the second half. Yeah, 12, well, it was 13 minutes gone. Well, to Broadford, Leo have added on four points in the second half. And Clarecastle have added on three. Clarecastle are the ones who needed to be to be put tapping over more scores, closing that gap. Uh, eight point lead. You know, Broadford playing well. And it isn't as if Clarecastle are showing signs of getting back into it. I know, I'd say, Oshin, Oshin, um, Casey, the free taker, has lost his confidence a bit there. A couple of wides early on during the game. And, uh, his last three there went very, very wrong. So it uh, looks like they're just a team lacking a bit of confidence. They need something to happen. I think they need to get... I, need to, I think they need to get two goals to bring them really back into this game, Leo. Uh, but it starts with one. And there's really no sign of it coming. Yeah, Claire Kessler making a change. And, and, and Philip Wisinski, a player who was uh, originally named to, to start... And, he, he's coming in in place of Ocean Casey. I think that less free and maybe his body language after the free wasn't what wasn't conducive to what you expect to win a championship game. So the Clare Castle management have 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 made the change and the ball comes out. It's Killy McDermott who's now pushed forward into a forward road again. And the ball comes down to Doherty, Doherty in Boland, and the ball comes after sick of James Doherty out over the, the line. Kevin, it seems a very, very kind of lazy kind of performance from Clare Castle. Yeah, no, there's, there's no bit of drive and no bit of hunger that you'd really expect from a first round of the championship, particularly considering that Clare Castle over the last number of years, each year are involved in that rele- relegation dogfight dog and looking, looking to get out of it um, last year. I suppose it's noticeable, we haven't mentioned Bobby Duggan, who they don't, who they don't have here today. He's away travelling and his leadership has been exceptional. And here's a man who's shown leadership to O'Connell, but a great lock down by David Boland. But here's one of the great leaders is for Bradford is Paddy Donlan Donlan half hook gets the ball out to Ocean Kavanagh and we must say hello to Bobby who maybe maybe tuned in somewhere and Bobby who was central to their victory over Clarecast or Wycott in their relegation match that year who would be a loss to any, any team we hope you're enjoying your travels Bobby and line ball taken by Brigdale gets the ball back but it's Javon McMahon who was alive to that one as he gets it away from Connor helping the ball down Mark Maloney does a ball in here between Broderick Broderick does well Gets the ball out, out to the cornerback, Gerard Ryan. Gerard Ryan out to Wienzinski. Wienzinski, a good underage player for Clarecastle. McDermott goes to ground low. Hayes, in fairness to Hayes, he's played well for Clarecastle. Pushed the ball up to this man, who's a, anytime he's got on the ball, looks dangerous. He's Doherty, trying to throw the tricks to Davy Boland. A shot from Doherty. Is O'Brien going to deal with it? And O'Brien does deal with it. Lovely, nonchalant hand pass. And Dunlan goes long, out the far side of the field. Great ball out to Sean Field. And Sean, and just, it was introduced. The ball just overhit him. Gets the ball to David Tuohy. David Tuohy 
for Clare Castle. Tibbet directly down the top of Owen Donlan. Owen Donlan goes up with the one hand. This ball could break anywhere. And the ball breaks out for Brawford and his Parik Taylor. Parik Taylor, we say hello to Shane Taylor, Parik's brother, who's maybe tuned in. Wisinski does well. Gets tries to get the ball away from Damon O'Brien. Does well. Good pick up from Wisinski. And he he's met with a kind of a challenge there from Keen Crimmins after the ball, but he's doing well. The ball comes in. O'Brien trying to win it for Brawford. And it's Owen Donlan, a strong man. And Don, Donlan, Owen. Oh, I tell you, there's an incident here. I'm not too sure. And Chris McGuire is gone in again. <laughs> and um, again, a decision to be made, Pat. Yeah, a don't there, uh, given late. Now, it, it, it probably looked worse than it was. I didn't think it was much. It was kind of a, a shove. But um, having said that, now it depends. Chris McGuire had, has had influential decisions made before in the game, as we know, in the first half. So let's see what... Uh, Mullins does this time the referee. Don't see what no, I don't think he's going to take any drastic action. I think it's just going to be free for Bradford. But every one of those situations, 16 and a half minutes gone. No, another free for Bradford. And uh, look, Clare Castle just need to get the game to be going on and to be tapping over scores. They don't need these hold-ups and injuries and freeze against them. So... Uh, Bradford winning most of those battles in the 50-50s when there was a melee there again. Bradford came out better of it and, uh, you know, no, I don't think the incident was that, was that much to be honest with you. One goal uh, oh, in fairness, so Owen Donlan is getting up and he looks he looks He takes a fair bit to put Donlan down yeah, and for sure. Joe, Joe taking no, no action on this occasion and Ocean Cabinet see what action he'd take. Can he put it over the bar from inside his own 65? One goal in 14 <laughs> to one, 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 goal, one goal in six. And here on his own, just 20 metres in from the sideline here in front of the side, opposite the Tommy Mori Memorial stand. And here comes Kevna, who's taken over the free taking duties from the red card at Nigel Farrell. Kevna pushed this one up. It looks a great strike. It's an absolutely top class strike from the stick of Ocean Kevna. One goal and 15 for Crawford, one goal and six for Clare Castle. And a puck out coming from Keane Broderick. Broderick in a hurry at this occasion. Well, Queen goes up and the ball breaks down to Keane Galvin. Galvin puts the ball into the middle. There's a runner gone through. It's, uh, it's Connor helping. The ball breaks out, comes out to McDermott. McDermott puts the ball over the bar. One goal and 15 to one goal and seven. Kevin, there was a chance of a goal on maybe, but I suppose maybe McDermott took the, took the right option with 17 minutes gone in the second half. Yeah, and in fairness, it was well worked as well. King, uh, King Galvin hit a good crossfield ball, I think, into, into um, Conor Halpin, but the ball broke off him, but a good finish from Killian McDermott. Clarecastle have actually started to improve since a couple of changes that they've made. They're playing a bit better, and the quality of the hurling has, has improved also. Yeah, and the ball won by Hayes. Hayes out to Galvin. Hayes gets away from the challenge of Paddy Donlan. Can he split the... Oh, a poor shooting. And, you know, for all Galvin's good work, his shooting has let him down here today. The score remains 115 to 17. You'd expect maybe better out of Keane Galvin on that occasion as Keane O'Brien pucks it out, Pat. And we'll go on with the play. Yeah. Great puck out from O'Brien. His puck outs have been exemplary. Out to Stephon McMahon. McMahon shoots... McMahon scores one goal and 16 to one goal and seven, Pat. Well, that's the difference. I mean, Bradford are confident. And when your tails are up and you're confident, they all go up from all angles. Uh, Keen Galvin disappointed with that one again. Keen Galvin and, and Ocean Casey, particularly, lads, you know, we know are excellent strikers. Not striking with real conviction, I think. And uh, again, you know, when it goes against you in the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe just it affects you. But uh, it's disappointing from the Castle point of view that they, uh, they're just not, you know, showing enough fight or just maybe not showing enough determination to break through tackles and try to set up goal chances you know it's kind of tap, try to tap balls over from 40 yards and they're um, the nine points down with about you know 12, 12, minutes, 12 minutes left in the game so you just expect that bit more drive a bit more fight in them
Here's a man that can show up. He's a drive. He's Keen McDermott. But he's going to be robbed by Keen Crimmins. And Keen tried to get the ball out. Keen is uh, disputing the call. But I think a right call bit by uh, the linesman over there, Kevin Walsh. It's a line ball for Clark Castle. Hits the ball. Quick line ball taken. Washington Kevin in, in, in very, very quick to pick up that one. But it's going to be retaken too close, too close to the to the to the, to the action or to the sideline you have to be 20 metres away the Bradford management looking for their players to go back up Ocean Kavanagh's Dodi men as I said close to the goal so not mistaken him on that occasion it was called Darren Chapter was that line ball comes across and it reaches the sanctuary of the line out to the line and gone wide Bradford won 16 Clare Castle won 7 Pat Clare Castle very bereft of ideas yeah uh, the forward place certainly isn't inspiring there's no there's very little combination play going on uh, oh what a take by David O'Brien a great puck out the O'Brien combination working again unfortunately gone out to the right and gone left and gone wide great pick out lovely low ball from Keane great yeah. pick up from from uh, Dermot O'Brien and unfortunately the moon tour puts the ball out and wide and Keane Broderick got he gained a lot of yards on that puck out outside the square and Mulqueen goes out in front gets out Broford showing more urgency and getting out front in front of the ball and Mulqueen has won a lot of ball out there the ball comes out out to Parik Taylor Parik Taylor on the way back towards his own goals not the place he wants to be being surrounded by Clark Castle players it's Galvin <coughs> Keane Galvin Galvin gets the ball and his pass goes out over the line over the head of uh, Rory O'Connell out for a line ball it's actually uh, free. free for throwing I'd say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I in fairness to Galvin uh, Kevin he is doing his best he's to trying. try and get Clark Castle going no he's been pick- he's picked it up in the last few minutes but it's notable like what are we coming up to 20 minutes gone in the second half Clark Castle have scored two points in play in, 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 the, in the game so far which which kind of says it all really in how how poorly they've played yeah and a free is it who's going to take in this one is it Darren Cahill Chaplin Cahill Chaplin the, the, the centre back for Proffer on his own 50 metre line hitting down towards the roads at the Kilmurray and here when he was young that he often brought hit puck balls back to his father when he was playing with the bridge and here comes Cahill drives this one this was driving in around the danger area a shot but it goes out to the left hand side and gone wide well pleased out there by one of Clare Castle better players in Aaron Hayes here comes Broderick with the puck out goes long on this occasion looking for Galvin again but oh great catch by Galvin in fairness he's shown great leadership Push the ball into McDermott. But who's there? Only Cahill Chaplin, who's not his experience. Gets the ball out to Patrick Dunlan. Eddie Dunlan, Dunlan. Goes back to Chaplin. Expect a, a haymaker and he drives it down the field. But down towards Mark Maloney. Mark Maloney gets the ball down. Comes out to Ocean Kavner. Kavner gets away from David Tuhi. Here comes Kavner. Cutting down along the sideline. Dr- comes back. Looking for Stephon. Here comes Kavner. Gone down along the side. Being trailing down by David Tuhi and the Clare Castle. He's gone out over the sideline. Line ball where, where our view being absolutely instructed there by a, a, a van at the moment so we'll wait and see what, what the decision is down there in that corner looks like he's gone, like out, going gone out over the line Pat your thoughts your yeah. thoughts eight minutes gone has eight the lights minutes. as the darkness begins to zoom here or could descend here on O'Garney Park the dark clouds will be in Clare Castle tonight it looks like Pat yeah you're beautifully described there Leo I love your poetry 22 minutes gone 8 to go plus probably 3 or 4 injuries yeah Clare Castle have disappointed I think you know the most our most ardent fans will agree with that they just haven't had any fire no real method to their play Broadford on the other hand have been very very impressive so it's a question of our Broadford really really good today and out Clare Castle or have Clare Castle been just that 
poor, maybe a bit flat-footed. You know, you wonder how hard they've been training. Would they've been training very hard, maybe early in the week or during the week. Sometimes you can get a flat-footed performance if you are if you're if you've trained an awful lot. So it's just hard to know because those players are talented. We've seen them last year playing one of the games in the year, maybe the game of the year, as we said in Tulla, and uh, we know the class that they have. Beautiful, beautiful hurlers, many of them, young lads, maybe trying to find their feet at this level, but uh, they'll be very disappointed. So Bradford look to have this. Our home and they look home and homes really, Lee, because like Castle aren't threatening. Yeah, and the ball comes out to Rory. O'Connor, look on and push the ball in into the middle to Connor help and help and gets it out to McDermott. Can what can Castle do in these closing stages? There's the ball though. Great ball to Hearty as it picked up. He turns Davy Boland, the danger man. Call Chapton. Here comes Doherty. Push the ball across. You'd imagine to be a goal. A yes. shot from the Ocean Whelan. Of Ocean Whelan. And there was only going to be one one outcome on that occasion. A goal for Clare Castle. 116 to 27. And Brawford instant reaction is to bring on Dermot Maloney. Can Despark Castle revival Pat McNamara? Dermot Maloney coming on the Brawford team. Is it for the brother? Indeed, it's Maloney for Maloney, Dermot for Markin. Dermot, who's home as Mark is getting married next week, and Dermot gives him a thanks by taking over his place here for the last remaining eight minutes or whatever here in this senior championship game. He's one goal and 16. That's 19. Two goals and seven. That's 13 points uh, for, for Castle. So we'll see what's happening down the corner. The referee coming down to the. Is there someone injured down in, in, in the corner? Is it Mark Maloney? He's down injured. Referee play has been stopped up, so we'll wait and see what happens down here in this far corner. As we said, our view has been obstructed. But can that ignite a Clare Castle challenge, Pat? Well, well again, Ocean Whelan, the man and the end of it, and Maxman Supreme. And then we thought could be, 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 be uh, in sooner. I don't, I don't think he came in there later on, didn't he? Um, but the, the best forward move for Clacastle all evening. They used a bit of pay, they used a bit of guile, a bit of pace to win the ball in the first place. Good passing movement, good running, and uh, well spotted. Great vision to spot Whelan, who finished with absolute aplomb, as they say. And uh, you know, I did say brought for a home and hosed at the. Maybe I've overstated that that one. Maybe the, the horse box is still only coming back towards the wrong direction, and that horse isn't, isn't ready for hosing it because. Uh, you know, another goal for Clarecastle would make this very, very interesting. It's, six, it's only six-point margin, now back from nine, and it's amazing what a goal can do. So the only thing that isn't good is that this break after the goal, I think, kills Clarecastle's momentum and gives Brafford a little bit of a chance now to maybe, you know, real, realign their reforces again because they did, conceal, they did concede a goal immediately after scoring themselves there in the first half. And... Um, now that Clarecastle have scored one, um, it gives Bradford a time to, to kind of... Yeah, there is an injury to Mark Maloney, so concern for Bradford, even though Mark had been replaced and Joe Mullins is given, has given the green light to restart the game and Keane O'Brien with the puck out. And the ball bugs down, comes down here towards Sean Phelan. Sean Phelan, but Wyszynski, in fairness, this fella, he's well, played, he, has, he, has, he has played well. So he in. Look, we hope that Mark Maloney will be... That injury will be OK. You know, he has a big day next week. The ball comes out to Kelly and Kelly, Kelly has, has helped Clarecastle does not know about that and here comes Rory O'Connell. O'Connell, oh, he brought a lot of tips on that occasion and the ball comes in here and who's there just as there's a to put out the fire is Patrick Donlan Donlan then the ball comes out this man is it it's Philip Philip Wyszynski Wyszynski lovely low ball up oh. but it's going to be Carl Chaplin and Chaplin isn't going to delay on this one indeed he does gets the ball out to Dermot O'Brien measure pass from O'Brien great challenge there from McDermott robbed by McDermott and I tell you Crawford Kevin beginning to go into a bit of a lackadaisical mood a bit of malaise there and any energy in these closing stages is coming from the Magpies No you can you can see that the, the same energy levels are, have, aren't with Broadford like they had earlier on and Clarecastle have picked it up in all fairness um, Wojcinski has, has been exceptional since he's come on he's, he's picked up a number of balls in his own half back and trying to use them very well um, Killy McDermott did very well there to pick that ball up too as Oshin Whelan takes over the free-taking duties from Oshin Casey Whelan come on, had, had got a 
a good goal and Mark Maloney thank God he's able to walk his way up back up to the Bradford look out, looks like a small bit of concussion maybe he's, he's a bit, uh, looking, uh, a bit uh, groggy looking bit yeah, groggy yeah, looking man, here's yeah. Whelan 50, 65 metres out where's this one going is it going to stay it's right on the, on the square Donnan blocks it out and um, you'd imagine maybe catching the ball inside there but he done the safe thing good old full back play from Donnan a free out uh, for, for Bradford and Keane O'Brien would be in no particular hurry, hurry to take this free one goal and 16 for Bradford two goals and seven for the Magpies of Clarecastle 27 minutes gone three minutes left plus whatever injury time Joe Bullens is going to add here they'll be singing in Bradford tonight there's no doubt about that Keane O'Brien with a massive free down hits it down ducking down it should come into the in towards Diamond O'Brien O'Brien you see his foot ball skills to get out to Darren Chaplin and shot from Darren Chaplin splits the post a shot from Darren Chaplin that's his second point of the day here one goal and 17 to two goals and seven a good return from the Chaplin household and here's the puck out coming from Keane Brodick too quick uh, for Joe Mullins liking and Kevin a real <coughs> not Claire Kessel with, you know is not the performance you'd associate that you know Claire Kessel normally full of life and full of energy not there this evening no absolutely not and like we referred to earlier we saw all of that good things of Clare Castle um, last year in the relegation game against Whitegate it's the complete opposite there this evening as Patrick Kelly makes, makes a great catch but in fairness to Kelly he has done well gets the ball into Doherty and Boland and this man is the, the beacon of light from is, is Doherty lovely left handed pick up from Doherty he tries to get away and he's fouled there by Davy Boland the free and for, for uh, Clare Castle Pat you'll wonder why they haven't again we said it at half time why they yeah. haven't been hitting more ball into, into Doherty I mean, seeing he's such a beacon of light he's a very very good target man he's, he's, he's winning the ball that's going in when he's played into his corner he's just able to, able to win it and that wasn't happening uh, they were shooting from all angles in the first half uh, that was a very very good free from a broad for front of you to give away because uh, Doherty was capable of getting inside them he didn't control the first pass immediately and that delayed it and that just stopped his chance of getting inside and maybe setting up another goal chance but uh now Whelan with this chance for a free for a, a score and yeah he won Nancy one one a good return for Whelan on his championship uh, debut and a Pokemon coming from the goalkeeper Keen O'Brien I tell you one thing if ever a man has uh, the goalkeeper of walking around to poke out the ball after fine out it is Keen O'Brien and here he comes with this one going down straight going long straight down the middle towards Stefan McMahon McMahon and Wallace they've had a great battle the ball is broken up and here's that man we've mentioned him a few times is Aaron Hayes gets the ball out to, here's coming Stefan cutting, cutting back in being challenged by a couple of Clare Castle that gets the ball in Kavanagh can he get a get good play by the cornerback our wing back is David Toohey David Toohey can what Clare Castle you'd imagine they'd come with some fight towards the closing stages Damon O'Brien is Toohey for Clare Castle the vice captain coming up on the far side of the field gets away from this challenge of Cahal Chaplin and the ball goes out over the line and a good intervention from Cahal Chaplin yeah, great pressure yeah. at four minutes four minutes of a time lift once again we thank our sponsor uh, John, John Lynch and Danny Chaplin they're Lynch Chaplin Electrical and I tell you, the chaplains have put a fair spark into the Bradford challenge here this evening, as have many, many others. And the men going to take in this line ball for Bradford, none other than the Don Donlan. Gets the ball into Dermot O'Brien. That ball breaks into Dermot Maloney. The return of the Ayazi and the Aussie signals his intention and his return with a lovely score over the bar. One goal and 18 for Bradford. 2 8. Keen Brodick with a quick puck out going towards Doherty and Boland. Boland gets the. I thought it was maybe a fall on that occasion. Here's Doherty. Gets away from Darren Chaplin. Doherty cutting through the middle looking for a runner. He's caught by Davy Boland. He's caught by Stephon McMahon. I think on that occasion, Kevin to Dorset, not Pets. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But he has been absolutely except, exceptional, James Doherty. And we were, we 
mentioned lack of leadership in Clare Castle a little bit earlier, but by God, he's he's shown a lot of leadership for uh, for a, a man of, of his age and, and great credit due to him as another young man steps up to hit this free. Yeah, Orsin Whelan, the future, and along with the future of, of hurling in Clarecastle, this 30 metre free, meet and drink to a man of this man's ability, puts the ball over the bar, one goal in 18, that's 21, two goals in nine, that's 15 points. At this occasion, Pat, the happier camp brought for the two, first two points in the bag, you know, and very important coming, in, especially as Fiekel and, and their Oak with the way that result turned out today. Yeah, of course, their Oak now will know they have to get a win under their belt, so, uh, you know, Fiekel, uh, very, very strong and will take a lot of beating, a huge amount of beating also. Clarecastle in today's performance wouldn't seem to have much of a chance against either as Stephon McMahon makes his way in. Stephon McMahon, I suppose, and is it, does a, a concern there for Rory O'Connor? Rory O'Connor. Look, doesn't look good as Owen Wallace, I think. It was a Colin Brigdale uh, doing a tackle there more... more more in tune with, with Tom and Park on this occasion as Stephon McMahon made in runs into the Clarecastle uh, defence and a, a court of and no objections from Brigdale and fairness he has worked hard uh, for Clarecastle a chance for Oshin Kavner we're in at a time here in O'Garney Park and Six Mile Bridge and here comes Oshin Kavner man who has taken over the freeze from unfortunately Nilo Farrell who departed the scene in the first half and Nilo a big loss to Bradford but fairness Kavner has filled the free taking uh, uh, free taking duties with a plan we hope we don't put the kibosh in him and even do puts it straight over the bar one goal at 19 to two goals and nine Kevin Bradford performance adequate Absolutely, they'll be thrilled to come out of here this evening with um, with the victory, and they look they look forward to the Fiekel and Rogue to play in the group, and I'm sure they won't fear Fiekel or or Rogue after after today tonight's performance, and it'll get take a lot of confidence as Paddy Donnan, who to me has been man of the match, um, comes out of defence yet again. Yeah, and puts a lovely ball down to the corner for Kevin. Is that ball going to defeat Kevin? Normally a pacey player, and it indeed it does defeat uh, Kevin, but it's as good as a score as Paddy Donnan now gone back into the kind of the sweepers role to really close out whatever threat to Clare Castle uh, pose at this stage Kevner that ball defeats him line ball down and field in the corner Clare Castle trying to work the ball out in, uh, as far away Bradford be happy is as far away from their own goals as it could and it comes out it's out here to the number 10 Rory O'Connell Rory O'Connell direct, first direct ball I've seen in a, in a while from Rory O'Connell looking for Doherty and it's the Donlan brothers it's whatever Petty can do Owen can do as well the ball comes out Donlan trying to win it Owen Donlan Doherty puts in the challenge Clare Castle have the ball won up in front here in front of the Bradford dugout who's going to walk it out and he clears down the field looking Sean for Darren Chaplin great block down there by Brigdale Brigdale and he gets the ball out to Rory O'Connell Rory O'Connell for Clare Castle direct ball again they're looking for a green one the ball goes in towards Keane Galvin Keane Galvin blocks the ball keeps it in play Darren being chased by Darren Chaplin over there on, on the first, is it Carl Chaplin over there Galvin trying to come in along the inline he's fouled free in and I think there's a case that was done and was definitely doubt that not pass on that occasion We'd be looking for a man of the match, uh, Kevin and Pat from Vorty, but contenders, as you have given your view already, do you contend with uh, Paddy Donlan and our Kevin's view on Paddy Donlan, Pat? Uh, it's hard to argue with that, in fairness. I think Carl Chaplin had a fine game as well. Um, in fact, all the Chaplins had fine games, uh, but Stephen McMahon as well there, maybe turning in with a lot of great ball during the game, but I think Paddy Donlan, his overall leadership and his overall reading of the game and his distribution has been superb, so I, I think I'd have to agree with Kevin. Yeah, and we're coming to the dying moment, the dying numbers here of this senior championship game and great entertainment we've had in O'Garney Park in Six Mile Bridge this evening, a free for Clark Castle. Can they get, even bring a better look, realistic, more look, better look to the scoreline here in the closing stages? Keen Gavin makes a run, being tackled back there by by, by, by Darren Chaplin, that, line, that free comes in, he's dropped in around the 
Dan Jury. Up goes then, Stephen McMahon, I think, was the got the flick away, and the ball comes out. Darren Chaplin trying to get it for prop, helping trying to get it for, and it's Dermot Maloney, the small little diminutive figure, the man home from Australia, Dermot Maloney, getting a chance to stretch his legs here, and fouled here by a lazy, lazy challenge by the Carcastle captain, Colin Brigdale, and a chance of a free for Bradford, is it? I would imagine they'd leave this one to Paddy Donnell or his Ocean Kaplan. Indeed, he'd been called out by Donnell and by Carl Chaplin to take this one. Can they break the 20 point mark? One goal and 19 for Bradford, two goals and nine for Clare Castle. You'd imagine that, Kevin, this is the last action of a very, very disappointing uh, outing, championship outing for Clare Castle. But and absolutely, del- Bradford will be exuberant after this one. Absolutely, you can see the bench there already uh, satisfied with the, re- the evening's work, and, and, and rightly so. And what an impressive game this young man has had as well, stepping up to hit the freeze after Niall O'Farrell going off as this one drops in short. And the ball breaks into Damon Maloney. Philip was in key, and there goes the final whistle here in O'Garney Park and Six Mile Bridge, and Bradford in this and come out as victors on a full-time scoreline of Bradford one goal and 19, Kirkcastle two goals and nine. Looking at this occasion, Pat, and this kind of a performance, Pat, it looks like it could be a long, long championship for the Magpies. Yeah, I was very, very surprised at their at display. I expected them to maybe have driven on a bit from last year when they maintained their status and were, were so impressive in doing that. I just expected, a, you know, a better kind of a plan for, for their, their game plan would be better, that they would find their forwards better and maybe just use the spaces and have a run do a bit of good combination work, which was kind of individual hurling a lot of the time. But the hunger and the organisation all came from Bradford and uh, and the skill as well. Let's face facts, you know, some of their shooting today, 119 is good scoring on a... What, what, it wasn't as breezy the second game as the first game, but having said that, you know, you still got to put the ball over the bear. One nineteen is very good shooting and a fair few of them from, from freeze uh, from sorry, from play. Uh Bradford, very happy. I noticed at the end of the game, but I suppose Bradford Newt was one. There wasn't any great jumping up and down from the bench or from the players, and they just very cool recent response that lined up to shake hands with the Clarecastle lads. But uh Clarecastle will be very disappointed. Can they respond? I'm sure they can. You know, with, with Colin Lynch and Flynn and those involved, I'm sure they'll respond, uh, you know, again and, and show their metal against the Aero and Vehicle, but uh they have a lot of improving to do, whereas Bradford will take a lot of momentum from this and, uh, you know, anyone playing them will know they're up against a really lively side who can score and, uh, you know, they can look forward to the rest of the championship with real, with real confidence now. Yeah, and indeed they can, Kevin. Look forward with confidence and no little hope. <coughs> Absolutely, yeah. So now they know they're safe probably after winning tonight's game, so they can look forward. Why can't they look to get out of the group and, and who knows what, what can happen after that? We've seen results today last week, Kilmele beaten beaten um, Ballier unexpectedly so like there's such a level playing field and Newmarket beaten Crattler last night such a level playing field in the Senior Hurling Championship and clear so why can't uh, Broadford be as ambitious and to look beyond um, this particular group for Clare Castle though you can see them gathering around here in front of us having um I presume there'll be a lot of kind of thinking and soul searching after tonight's performance. Um, they'll be desperately disappointed because they came in here realising that today was for them to build on the year, but now they're potentially facing relegation games as well, as early as that in the Championship because they have a rogue and fecal to play. Um, so this is the game they had been targeting and, and they failed to fail poorly and desperately disappointing. Yeah, indeed, they have to reignite the troops now and, you know, there's a, 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 there will be a lot of soul searching in the Magpies, there's no doubt about that. And I see they're putting their arms around one another, but I tell you, they have, whatever, whatever they get strength from now, they have to get strength going into the final two games. Pat, whatever about today, it's all about Bradford. 
Almost proper. We have to give credit. We talked to Peter Buckler, cast the bus, how disappointing they were. But let's give credit to Bradford. I mean, they played really, really good hurling from the very, very beginning. A few wides early on. I think the teams will find their feet, just like in the Clonara uh, the the Mills game as well. It was wides early on. Both sides came to terms with it as the time went on. And Bradford came to terms with it very, very quickly indeed after the, the initial, you know, a few maybe wides. Played well against the Breeze in the first half. And, uh, you know, they always kept the scoreboard ticking over. That was one thing about Bradford. I'd say there was no period when they didn't tap over a point or two, even when they weren't going that well and that wasn't too often but uh, very very impressive and uh, you know that, that there were a squad as well I mean the three, uh, three or four people came in there Sean Feeling came in um, Keen Crimmins came in there as well and of course Deirman Maloney. Uh, Maloney came in so you know that's all very promising for them and uh, you look at they're a team that, that play a lovely brand of hurling I've always said it, even when they're back in intermediate days I just like watching them hurl that they, they play a kind of a more I suppose an expensive or more kind of uh, how would I say a more uh, attractive game to watch than <laughs> the brought for teams of ancient times but uh, having said that uh, you know there'll be a test for anybody now and uh, you know confidence is a novel uh, and momentum is a big thing in any sport and uh, Bradford now will have real belief in themselves and I'm look, really looking forward to the battles with Bradford and Airogue. Clarecastle, obviously, they have to go back to the drawing board, and I'm sure they will. And uh, let's see, can they do a belly in and they'll come back and get a victory the next day? Yeah, and look, we congratulate Bradford on the victory as we do Clanlara in the first round game, or the first game here in O'Garney Park. My thanks to you, Pat, and thanks to Kevin for the analysis. Thanks to Denny and in the first game and Derek for his inputs. And after the game this afternoon, uh, we're joined by Bradford manager Jimmy Brown. Jimmy, Congratulations, first of all, and uh, well done. Good performance. Yeah, good performance. We'd be happy with it. I suppose the, the, the first the first round championship for every team is vitally important. And I suppose we were really focused today. We know we have a, a really good team, but getting a good performance across the field was very important to us today. And certainly we focused on that. There was probably a, a stage in the game during the second half where shape and other things kind of went out, particularly after Niall had been sent off. But uh, overall, the lads dug in and they worked very hard, we've, we've prepared, prepared very well and uh, it was great that that performance got the result. Not every day that you give a good performance do you actually get the result as well, so we'd, we'd take that. Yeah, well in fairness I suppose you didn't look like the team with, with a man down uh, and you looked hungrier all the way through um, right from the start. Jimmy. Absolutely, I think our work rate, in fairness, all over the field uh, was very, very good. Through the, and again, that's the standard the lads have set for themselves. Um, and it was great to see that when they set that standard, they were able to come out and, and execute that type of, of performance and that type of work rate. But work rate at this time of the year, first round championships, you know, first round championship games, work rate is the key. Um, but then we were able to execute really good scores as well um, and and find some space to get those scores. So, yeah, we'd be happy I suppose that a lot of the things that we'd have talked about and worked on um, were evidenced in the game but again we have a, a big list we've lots of things to learn from that game as well and it'll be a question now during the week of sitting down seeing what we can learn from it and use that as a foundation go on and build for round two yeah but I suppose it's a it's a cutthroat on in round one because I mean everyone thinks like the first thing we do is avoid relegation or avoid getting into the relegation zone. So, I mean, it was, from that point of view, it was a very heartening performance, I would imagine, from your point of view. It was, and I suppose we've had, uh, 
we had a, a kind of a mixed cup game and we'd have lots of lads injured and stuff. So the, over the last month or so, it's been trying to get some of those, those lads back on the field. Um, and yet the, the, the cutthroat nature, um, we've experienced that over the last couple of years in, in the first round. And certainly you, you do come under a bit of pressure when you lose your first round game. But having said that, I suppose every game from our point of view is about making sure we can give the performance we know we're capable of and building and, and trying to learn from, from each of those games. So yeah, a li little bit of pressure, I suppose, coming into a first round particularly. But um, it was nice then when, you, when the lads give that performance and, and we can get over the line. And how do you see the group going from your point of view? I know you're going to go out to win every match, of course you are. Yeah. But um, how, do you, how do you see things panning out? Well, I think uh, from the hearing of, of the result from the market there earlier, I think it's fair to say the group has got interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, that I, I think the two results today proves that everybody is likely to take points off each other. Um, and that means that every game, every, every point, every score, every tackle, every hook is going to be v vitally important and hard fought. So our focus the next day will be trying to make sure we're as well prepared as we can and give the performance that we know that our team and our players are capable of. Fecal, I would say, surprised most punters today. Uh, with, uh, you know, what was, we were here, of course, but a well-deserved win uh, which, uh, and a hard-fought win over a rogue. Yeah, I'm, I'm only, again, basing it on, on reports. I suppose, I mean, one thing to be fair, we would have played Fiekel in the Cup. We had a really good game against them. Uh, they're a very hard-working team. Uh, they use the ball very well. They mind the ball very well. And certainly, you know, giving that performance is not something I think we'd have been particularly surprised with in terms of what they're capable of. Um, but I think it, it, w it has certainly, those two results today, has certainly made the next round particularly uh, for everybody um, nice and interesting. And, and even from the competition's point of view, it, it opens up things a little bit. But that maybe just reinforces nothing can be taken for granted in any of the groups, and I think particularly in this group. And that certainly, I suppose, our focus now is go and prepare um, recover uh, over the next couple of days and then we have 10 days before we uh, after that to go on and work mm. hard and fix a few things maybe that, that arose today that we think we should be better at and then go on and see where that takes us against Aeroog. Okay, wouldn't it be great to see the two East Clare teams progress to the quarterfinals? Certainly, it would be certainly great to see Broadford progress to the quarterfinals <laughs> and, and I suppose my focus is certainly making sure that, that we do the best we can to achieve that. Okay, well Jimmy Brown Congratulations again on a fabulous performance today and uh, good luck ongoing. Thank you very much. So as we take our leave, thanks to Jim uh, on production here today, uh, here in, in O'Garney Park. And we hope you enjoyed our broadcast here in association with our sponsor in the second game there of Linchap and our sponsor in the first game, Metro McMahon Auctioneers. So all that remains is me, Leo Dial. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.